If you do swallow, get medical help immediately or contact the Poison Control Center. Welcome to Brothers of the Word, because brother, you need the Word. And today's message, this is the first Sunday of the biblical month. It's not the first Sunday of the calendar month. But God has commanded me to teach on health on each first Sunday of the biblical month. And today in my natural mind... I really did not want to do that because we just completed a fire-filled, soul-stirring, exciting revival. And I said, God, I don't want to come after the revival with some dull health stuff. I need some exciting stuff to follow the revival. And God said, stick with the program. There are people who will need this, and this will save somebody's life. I got a message around three o'clock this morning from Prophet Dexter Harden. And he contacted me and he said that his father had just had congestive heart failure and they had to rush him to the hospital and to pray for him and his family. I talked with him this morning. He said his father is doing fine, but he, he told me about the medical ordeal that they had to go through and he's still in the hospital and he's only 62 years old. And even though we often have the great gift of prophetic and of the laying on of hands, there is a natural portion that if we follow, we can avert the healing divinely that we require. Divine healing is great, but it is God's second best. Divine health is his best. And everywhere in the Bible where people were divinely healed, where it is detailed, they spent years suffering with the illness. I don't want you to go through that. I would rather for you to come here 50 years later and say, Pastor Braun, I've been following what you said. I haven't been sick a day in my life and you haven't laid hands on me. That's what I'd rather for you to have. So God wants me to teach you just some basic things about health. Now, I told you always as we begin every message with health, we're going to, first of all, reiterate the seven or the eight pillars of health. And these eight pillars of health are the foundation in the natural. And this is not none of this when you do. It's not spiritual. But when you study the Bible, all of many of God's health laws, that they're not spiritual. They are practical. So this is practical teaching and practical learning. But the foundation are the eight pillars of health. I talked about them and explained them in detail in Sermon 4021. Number one, exercise 30 to 60 minutes a day, four to six days a week. Number two, eat at least five servings of fruits and vegetables daily. Number three, drink enough water so that your urine remains clear or light yellow. Number four, maintain a healthy weight and watch your belly button. Number five. Don't smoke, do drugs, or drink too much alcohol. Number six, limit meat, sweets, fried foods, and the full filling. And number seven, get enough sleep. To get number eight, go to sermon number 4021 and you will get that. Well, number eight is basically have right relationships. So those are the eight 
pillars of health that we always need to keep in mind and keep as our foundation. Today I'm going to speak fundamentally from the book of Proverbs. You don't have to turn there. Proverbs 25, 20, because the verse is a little bit twisty for how I'm going to talk about it. But basically what Proverbs 25, 20 says is this. As he that taketh away a garment in cold weather and as vinegar upon nitra, so is he that singeth songs to a heavy heart. Now, the verse is really talking about things that counteract conflict or neutralize each other, taking away a coat in cold weather talks about it's cold outside. If you take away a coat, it it, it makes the thing worse. It contradicts what the man truly needs. Singing a song to a depressed person, a joyous, uplifting song will, will counteract that depressed feeling or spirit. And then it says vinegar on nitra. And nitra or nitre, depending upon which location you're in in terms of how they pronounce it, basically is soda. And soda is any of the various chemical forms of sodium carbonate. And the one that I want to talk about today is the title of today's message called The Baker's Secret. And the particular version of sodium carbonate that I want to talk about is sodium bicarbonate. What most of you commonly know as baking soda. Now, now the reason of what I'm going to do is I deal with particular issues of health. I'm going to talk with you about simple, easy stuff that you can do. Not a whole lot of, a lot of times, you know, people will ask me to come places and speak on health and they want some of all this deep, heavy duty stuff. I'm going to try to give you some very simple stuff that you can implement and stuff you can do. If you can't do it, it's not worth a quarter. If you won't do it, it's not worth a quarter. So I'm trying to give you some easy, simple things that will make a practical impact in your life, in your health, and in your future. Over 20 years ago, my father paid a man named Dr. Hoffman. He was a natural health lecturer and teacher and writer. He'd written several books. He was an expert of natural health. My father paid Dr. Hoffman $5,000 over 20 years ago to come to Atlanta and to conduct a three-day symposium on natural health. And it was actually, it was over a three-night period. But Dr. Hoffman had all of this literature, all of this research, but all of his fundamental health knowledge boiled down to one simple sentence. And Dr. Hoffman said, if you keep the blood free-flowing, alkaline and getting plenty of oxygen to the tissues, you will never get sick. And if you are sick, you will get well. That, that was his whole, for three whole days, he taught us one thing after another. But every day he said the bottom line to all of this, if you keep your blood free flowing, alkaline and getting plenty of oxygen to the tissues, you will never get sick. And if you do get sick, you will get well. So I'm going to deal with fundamentally that middle one, alkaline. Now, many of you have heard a lot of talk about pH and alkaline water and getting the body and the blood alkaline. How many of you have heard about that? Just raise your hands if you heard. See, that's that's pretty much 75% of the people in the congregation. You've heard the talk about trying to get the body in an alkaline condition. And fundamentally, in a nutshell, 
Most of the major degenerative diseases cannot exist if you keep the body properly alkalized and properly at the correct pH. Now, first of all, the blood is always alkaline. It's a fallacy fundamentally to ever say you've had acidic blood. Your blood basically needs to maintain a pH of about 7.35 to 7.45 for everything to function properly. Now, I'm not going to try to get into technical stuff about what pH is because most of you wouldn't really understand it. pH is technically the negative logarithm of a hydronium ion concentration. Now, I'm a chemistry major, so I understand that, but most folks, if you go to talk about negative logarithms of a hydronium ion concentration, they have no idea what that is. They don't know what a logarithm is. They don't know what a hydronium ion is. They're not sure what an inverse ratio is. So most people don't really understand what pH truly means. It doesn't really matter whether you understand whether it mean, what it means or not. Fundamentally, in a nutshell, pure water has a pH of 7. Anything that is acidic will be less than 7. Anything that is alkaline will be greater than 7. That's a very simplistic way of putting it. Just to tell you some of the things that are acidic, vinegar is acidic because it contains acetic acid. Lemon juice is acidic. The, the most common alkali substance that you know is drain cleaner. That's uh, caustic soda. So that's so those are those are just that's the basic elementary understanding or explanation. But your bloodstream for you to remain healthy needs to have a pH of about seven point three five to seven point four five. If your blood falls below seven point three five, you get a condition called acidosis. So it's not chemically acidic. But from a body balance, it has moved into an acidic condition. And that state can cause all kinds of problems. If your blood pH falls actually below 7, by the time it falls below 7, you're buying in a coma or dead. So no one really has truly acidic blood. But what that means, it is below or it is more acidic than it needs to be for your optimal health. Now, acidic and alkali... The body needs to be in balance. If you get too much alkali in your body, it'll kill you too. you got to stay in some balance. That, 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 and that's kind of a rule about life, period. I, I read where a lady died in a radio station contest. They were having a contest to see who could drink the most water. The lady drank too much water, and the, the excess water killed her. So even too much water... If you get out of balance with it, will kill you. So all things have to be in balance in the body. There's nothing that you can get in the body, just excess. Even too much water can kill you. So the key is not whether the body is acidic or alkali. The key is that it remains in proper alkaline balance. And I want to talk to you about, about the baker's secret. Baking soda is actually being used in other countries to cure cancer. I've personally known doctors. My, my wife's cousin, who was an anesthesiologist in Florida, came down with cancer. And we flew down to meet with him and talk with him. And he looked me in my face and he told me, he, he was, he'd worked in hospitals for the last 20, 30 years. He said, I'm not taking chemo. He said, I'm not taking radiation. He said, I'm not taking it because I know the stuff doesn't work. I, I've, I've been in the hospital all these years. I've seen this stuff. I'm not taking it because I know it doesn't work. I, I had another friend who had a relative who was a doctor who got cancer. They wouldn't take the treatment either. They said, we in the industry. We see it all day. We know it doesn't work. So I'm trying to give you some knowledge 
And oftentimes, even once something goes beyond a certain point, even natural stuff just won't bring it back. So what I'm trying to tell you are some things that you can do every day that will prevent it from happening. I remember when I explained how to properly use the bathroom. Some people say, you don't have to do that in the pulpit. I said, look, it's better for me to teach you how to do something to prevent you from having colon cancer. You get all excited if you got colon cancer, came here, got hands laid on and got cured. Well, isn't it better for you not to get it in the first place? So I'm telling you how to how to not to get it in the first place. So the doctors that we knew who got cancer would not take the treatments. So what I'm going to tell you are some things that will help you. Now, how they are treating cancer with baking soda, actually, it's a very simple thing. All they have people do is take the baking soda, put a couple of teaspoons in water and drink it. And they said that over a period of time, if the cancer is in the digestive system and, and colon cancer is the second leading cause of cancer death. If the cancer is in the digestive system where the alkalized water can hit it because cancer cannot live in an alkaline condition. They said the, the baking soda solution just cures the cancer. And they say if the cancer is not in the digestive system, they put it in a solution and give it to the people in an intravenous solution. So they're using baking soda in other countries to cure cancer. Well, do you realize that you can easily alkalinize or help to keep your body in a more balanced alkaline condition by just using the Baker's Secret? Now, I'm going to give you three things to do. It's very simple that will that you do virtually every day. And God is said, that's why he said you need to preach this sermon because it's going to save someone's life. Now, I don't know whose life is going to save because no one can predict who's going to come down with some fatal, deadly disease. So I don't know whose life it's going to save, but just these simple principles can help save your life. Number one, brush your teeth with the baker's secret. Simple as that. And, and you know, many in the old days, you all know some old folk and they use baking soda to brush their teeth. Now, I want you to do this. I want you to go home and I want you to get your toothpaste. And I want you to look on your toothpaste, look down at the bottom, and I want you to read the warning on the toothpaste. The warnings used to say until a couple of years ago, warning, do not swallow. If you do swallow, get medical help immediately or contact the poison control center. Now this toothpaste that you got in your mouth every day, sometimes two or three times a day, they have now changed the warning where it says, if you swallow more than the normal amount used for brushing, immediately seek medical help or call the poison control center. Read it. Go. I don't care what brand you use. Go and look at your toothpaste. And basically what it says is if you swallow this stuff, it's poisonous. They said contact the poison control center. Read it. So you're going to brush your teeth. You're going to brush your children's teeth with something they are telling you up front is poison. And see, oftentimes poison with the human body, it accumulates and does damage over time. So as you brush your teeth with stuff they're telling you is poison up front, they're telling you the stuff is poison. What do you think could potentially happen 20, 30, 40 years of constant use? So if you just take baking soda, wet your toothbrush, 
dip it in the baking soda box and brush your teeth with it. You will find that it does just as good or better of a job cleaning your mouth. It leaves it fresh. The alkalinity will help to kill the bacteria that's in your mouth that causes the bad breath and tooth decay. Simple. So number one, just use baking soda instead of using toothpaste. Number two, swallow the second rinse. When you brush your teeth, you rinse your mouth out, spit it out, dip your toothbrush in the baking soda again, brush your teeth, and this time take some glass of water, rinse it, and swallow it. What that does, it essentially allows the baking soda to go inside of your body and it helps reduces the acidity. Now, some people don't have an acidic condition, but most people do because of the food that we eat. And foods are fundamentally divided into two groups. They're either acid forming or they're alkaline forming. Let me just give you an example of what some of the alkaline forming foods are. Virtually all of your fruits and all of your vegetables. Your acid forming fruits are all of your protein foods and virtually all of your breads. And what most people do, they eat an imbalance of protein foods, which are meats, dairy, beans, all that stuff. Those are your protein-based foods. We ought to eat about 80% of our foods on the alkali-forming side, but instead we almost eat 70 to 80% of our foods on the acid-forming side. That's why people have so much acid in the system. That's why people have acid reflux. What do you think all that reflux is from? That's why you have all the acid reflux. And that's why you have to take Rolaids, which is an antacid. So you got all this acid. Just go to the grocery store and look down the section and you'll see. You'll see all this stuff dealing with people with stomach issues. And most of it is caused by the excess of acid. So if you learn to, number one, eat more of the alkaline-based foods, which go right back to the eight pillars. So if you learn to eat more of the acid-based food, but some people just not going to do that. It's in the eight pillars, but I'm I'm no fool. Somebody, folks just not going to do the eight pillars. That's just, they're not going to do all the eight pillars. You're going to still have on your plate for breakfast, you're going to have grits, which is acid forming. You're going to have bacon, which is acid forming. You're going to have eggs, which is acid forming. You're going to have toast with butter, which is acid forming. So you're going to have all this, you're going to start your day off with all this acid forming food. There's just no two ways about it. So I'm not going to sit here and say, well, well, well look, let me, I'm, I'm the pastor. Let me tell you, what you all need to get for breakfast, you all need to have you just a nice big slab of watermelon, put you some lemon over it, and that'll hold you for breakfast. I ain't fool enough to tell you that. Because you're not going to do it. So what I am telling you are some things that you can eat. You're going to have your grits, your bacon, your toast with butter, and, you're gonna have, so, and your eggs. And you're not even going to have your eggs overnight. Most of you are going to scramble them with salt and pepper. So, so you're going to eat this stuff, and I recognize it. So I'm giving you the baker's secret that will help you to counteract some of the damage that the heavy acid-forming foods will cause. So number two, number one is to just brush your teeth with the baker's secret. Number two is you do a second rinse, a second brushing, take it, and you swallow the baking soda that's there. And that will, that, that's going to probably give you a little less than a half a teaspoon. But that, over a period of time, will help to keep your body in a more alkaline and a more healthy condition. The third thing is this. 
use baking soda as your deodorant. If you take baking soda, take the box, just take your finger and scoop a little bit out. You don't need a whole lot of it. Put water in one hand, baking soda in another. Take it, rub it together and just put it under your arms. You will find that in the vast, for the vast majority of you, this will totally eliminate the odor that you have to deal with. And it's and it's far safer. Now, don't put too much because if you over alkali the skin, it will become irritating. So all you need to do is just put just enough to keep your odor down. That's all you need. Now, some of you got more odor than others. That's just the truth. So so all you need to do is put just enough to keep the odor down. Now, now what this does in terms of the reason that I say it is healthier for you is you have to understand how most deodorants work. Most deodorants use a compound called aluminum chlorohydrate. Aluminum is one of the major suspected causes of Alzheimer's, as well as a whole lot of other stuff. You will also find that if you survey cancer, particularly women, particularly breast cancer, you'll always find breast cancer is far more predominant on the left breast than the right breast. Vast majority of time, is more predominant on the left breast than the right breast. When women put on deodorant, the vast majority of people are right-handed. So they take your right hand is your dominant and your stronger hand. You put more of the stuff under the left breast, under the left arm. So there's more of a concentration of all these chemicals and all this stuff. And some of this stuff, science don't even, doesn't even know about. They don't even, won't even admit or find out or you'll never know about it until it's too late. So... If you use baking soda, you reduce the probable risk of whatever the harmful chemicals in the deodorant. Anything that will basically slam your, shut, your uh, sweat gland shut, that's not, that's not too healthy for you in, in the bottom line analysis of the thing. And we're wondering why so many people are getting Alzheimer's disease. That aluminum is strongly suspected with it. And even the other ingredient that they use, it's got a whole lot of health issues with it. So if you use baking soda as your deodorant, the other thing that this will do is a whole lot cheaper. You can go to the grocery store, you can get a big box of baking soda for 89 cents and it'll last you. It will last you forever. You, you buy a tube of toothpaste stuff for five dollars. That baking soda is cheaper. You won't have to pay for deodorant. You won't have to pay for toothpaste and your health will be far greater and it will reduce all of this acid. Some of you got too much gas, all that stuff, just acid bubbling up in there. So if yeah, I mean, I'm, th- this is this is real. It just goes you Christian. Don't stop your gas. This is real. <laughs> this is real. So it is an easy, simple thing to do. And after you try it for a week. You're going to realize this stuff work. I've I've been brushing my teeth with baking soda. I've been using the baking soda as an antiperspirant, as a deodorant, and the stuff works phenomenal. You swallow it, it has virtually no taste to it. So you'll find that once you try it, you'll realize this thing really does work, and it'll save you money. When I travel, I have one little Ziploc bag with baking soda. I keep it in the box because I don't want the people at the airport to think it's cocaine. But it works. It's a simple thing. And God says this is going to save somebody's life. And as you do it, and you never get cancer, 
We welcome you here to the God Hills, but people, to be honest about it, I'd rather never see you here. I'd rather you do this and you never show up here with cancer. I'd rather never see you here. So this is why God is trying to give you information. I'm going to bring it to you just like this. And, and very, see that? Turn to the person and tell them, you can do that. <laughs> now see, you may, you, you're not, you may not be able to eat that fruit every day for breakfast and cut out all that greasy acid for them and stuff, but you can do that. So, so God is trying to just give you some very simple things that you can just do. And it will just make a difference in your life and in your health and in those of your children. And these become habits that will just last you and they just work. So that's just the baker's secret. It is vinegar or acid with nitro being poured on it. It neutralizes all of the acid that's in your system and it'll help you maintain balance and it'll help you maintain health. This is not one of those emotional, exciting, highly spiritual messages. But this will, this will give you life and life more abundantly. We thank you for joining us today at Brothers of the Word, because brother, you need the Word. Good afternoon. My name is Tuesday, and um, the pastor asked me to give a short testimony about what he preached about today with the baking soda. About seven years ago, I worked in a cancer clinic for five years, and I can attest that when the pastor said that breast cancer most often occurs on the left side is absolutely the truth. We um, had patients from age 15 up into their 60s, and predominantly the left breast was the one that um, had the cancer. And not only that, but the lymphomas and their lymph nodes were also involved. And what the doctor would tell them is, stop using deodorant. Because the antiperspirant was causing their nodes, for lack of a better word, to be clogged, which just enabled the cancers to grow. So I stopped immediately using deodorant, and I used the deodorant stone. The doctors would tell the patients as well not to use deodorant when they're going through treatments because it could hinder their remission. So I just want to say that what the pastor said today is absolutely the truth, and we all should go and throw away our deodorants because we all have cancer cells. We're born with them, and depending on our environment, you know, our eating habits, or just genetics, um, the cancer will form. So whatever we can do to keep it um, from coming, I think we should do. So that's my testimony, and I just want to say I've not used deodorant in about 10 years. Let's all just try to be a little more healthy. And one other final note, I had one gentleman also who came up to me after the sermon and said he has a friend who's a doctor, and he had heard about uh, treating cancer with baking soda, and he'd asked his doctor friend, and his doctor said, yes, it's true, but we can't ever tout it or mention it because if we do, we'll lose our license. Make sure that you do not overdose on baking soda because overdosing on it is just as bad as not having it. So don't overdose. That's why I told you, just put it on your toothbrush and swallow that amount. Don't go and drink your whole half a cup of baking soda. Just a little bit on your toothbrush, swallow that amount, and that'll do it. God bless you. This ends message number 4023 by Nathaniel Bronner Jr. To hear other messages or to send this message number 4023 to a friend, simply go to airjesus.com and theonlineword.com. This has been message number 4023, The Baker's Secret. Listen to airjesus.com and theonlineword.com often and keep your spirit charged up.